Welcome to the first Are You Shipping Me podcast of 2020. I'm Eric Jensen and here I have David Abel with me. How are you doing today, David? I, I'm doing good. I feel good. good. So it's the beginning of the year and as January 1st comes and goes, it seems like everyone is either starting some sort of new workout or diet plan. Uh-huh. So we thought it would be interesting to have you on here to tell us about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, th- oh, thank you. I feel like, I th- and you're absolutely right. Um, we made the joke earlier about how we don't know how the, the bar and the liquor store and all night is going to survive. Because I personally know about 10 people who are doing like dry January. Yeah, I mean, even a few people here in the office. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it is interesting that January is kind of the month for the, the new habits or routines. Uh, personally, my life this month, um, I'm doing I'm doing a couple of things. The most notably, I guess, is my wife drug me into the Whole30 challenge. Mm. And then in conjunction with the Whole30 challenge, I'm doing um, the water challenge where you drink a, a gallon of water a day as well. Okay. So Whole30 is a kind of popular diet that a lot of people seem to get into, the whole plan. But for people who aren't aware of it sure. or curious, what is it? So it's not a diet. My wife corrects me okay. on that all the time. It's a challenge, she said. So for 30 days, <clears throat> you <clears throat> for 30 days you you don't eat grains, uh, dairy products, soy, sugar of any kind, uh, beans, peanuts, sulfates, MSGs, carcinogens, no alcohol, mm. and most importantly, you shouldn't step on the scale. Oh, okay. That's what they say. So primarily you're eating uh, meat, seafood, eggs, vegetables, fruits, potatoes of any kind. Well, see, that's a positive. Yeah, you can use tree nuts and seeds and healthy fats. Okay. So that sounds like you're pretty restricted in yes. terms of that. I imagine the first, so we're on January 9th right now. How has the first week went? You know, at this point in time, I feel good. Um, I really think the water has helped. Mm-hmm. Kind of anytime I have a, a craving or an urge, I, I chug the water. Um, I'm not going to lie, the first couple of days were rough. Um, I would say, the yeah, you know, we uh, New Year's Eve is actually our anniversary. Oh, yeah, that's great. So we went out for a big kind of New Year's Eve dinner. So we had prime rib, you know, dessert, appetizers. So I had a lot of good food. So you and went out with a bang. I, I did go out with a bang, but I think I had a lot of, um, let's just say, bad stuff kind of in my system. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting through that flush, the cleansing period, um, yeah, it was tough. You know, there was there was some lethargic, there was some headaches, sleepiness, but I don't know. I think I'm in the, I think I feel good now. So I know when it comes to diets like this, I well, I happen to hear so much about meal planning and how important that is. Do you have a routine for meal planning or do you, since your wife's joining with you, I'm sure that makes it a lot easier as well. It does, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest key to this, I feel like, is preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever you're, you don't prepare, you're hungry, um, you're stressed for time, that's when you make mistakes, oh. that's when you grab the junk food. You know, that's a, you know, there's a couple eye-opening things from this. One of them is there's sugar in almost everything we buy. Um, that's a restriction mm-hmm. of the whole of the whole thirty is not added sugar. So simple things like bacon. Like it took me thirty minutes and two strip two trips to different grocery stores to find bacon that didn't have added sugar. That's crazy. Is a good example of it. Um, you know, ketchup. Like you, you want a burger and fries and, you know, you, you have know, to kind of change up. your habits. Yeah. So um, so that's a big thing. And then also it, it's just like you said, it's the meal prepping is super important. Um, you know, we try to do 
a big meal a day. So my wife will, she'll cook a, like a breakfast casserole mm-hmm. on Mondays and then we'll reheat that the rest of the week. And then she'll try to cook a big meal for the, the evening meal for dinner. And then we eat leftovers for lunch typically. And I think that can be the misconception about diets like these sometimes is that the food isn't as good. Mm-hmm. I think it's different and it takes preparation, but God, when you get used to it, it can be fantastic. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, I think that's extremely accurate. You know, one of the things is, uh, is spices. You know, you can have mm-hmm. all the spices that you want. So um, like for instance, last night I had a baked potato and you know, typically, if I'm going to eat a baked potato, I'm going to put mm-hmm. cheese, I'm going to put it butter. It's, it's going to be good, baked potato. But you can't have any of that stuff on this mm-hmm. challenge. So um, here I'm faced with this baked potato <laughs> staring at me. The baked the pa- the potato dilemma. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, what can I do to jazz this thing up? So I got a little chili powder, some uh, mm. seasoning salt, um, threw some paprika on it swirled it all around and it was it was pretty good well and through something like that you discover hey man paprika is pretty damn good it is yep yeah so you know i've had all these spices that i've never i've neglected yeah. over the years and yeah so i'm finally starting to use some of those see i kind of went through something similar last year i did the ketogenic diet yeah, yeah. for about three months and it really is tough that first week because you do get used to it and you're tired and you can be lethargic and I think it is kind of closely related to the Whole30. It's low carbs, high fats. So people are like, what do you eat? How did you get through that? I'm like, well, if you like meat, cheese, and fats, then you're, you're golden. Yeah. No, I've, I, I remember you going through that. And yeah, I'm, uh, you, you definitely have the tip of the hat for me yeah. on that. What? So you did it for three months. I was, I was thinking about it lately. Yes. I didn't know how often you did it. And then how much weight did you... Lose? I think I lost about 30 pounds. 30 pounds. In three wow. months. Now, I gained about half of that back already. <laughs> so I've been trying to decide at some point this year, I'm like, I need to do it again. Or I'd like to. Yeah. But you just have to be in the right mind state. Yeah. I, for certain January, I was like, oh, I'm not quite there yet. Not so quite there, yeah. Kind of when you want to commit to it, you got to go all in. Now, you still drink some alcohol, though. Yes. keto, right? So when you're on keto... Uh, Beer is not good because beer obviously has carbs. Now, if you're going to drink like a Michelob Ultra or something, I think those have about two and a half carbs. Mm. And um, they say that you want to be under 20 for the day. Mm. So, which is really difficult when you start looking at packaging and being like, okay. But vodka and um, whiskey, even those other um, kind of alcohol, yeah. don't have any carbs. Now, they have sugar, so it's still not good. But generally, you can get away with it a little bit. Yeah, no, that's cool. So whenever you did, did you find it challenging like when you were going out to eat when you were doing keto? I did. Yeah. You, so the one good thing about keto is you can always find meat. True. Some sort of meat. But going out to eat, going to family functions. I mean, there's lots of breads. And yes. You can't really have any of that. Or sugars. It's, uh, yeah, so it's really difficult. I think me and you were talking maybe last week about celebrating some Christmas holidays after New Year's. and. Having to bring your own food. Yeah. Yeah, it's awkward, you know, the family. <laughs> and that's what I struggled with a little bit. I didn't want people to be like, oh, who are these pretentious people? Yes. And, uh, you know, one of the struggles I'm, I'm kind of dreading is, um, you know, we have some travel coming up mm-hmm. for work. And I'm like, man, you know, how am I going to do this? Because on Whole30, it, it's extremely hard to eat out. Yes. Because even if there's meat, you don't know how it's prepared. It could be mm-hmm. cooked in butter. There could be a lot of additives. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I just, I foresee a lot of prepping and taking my own stuff in hotel microwaves. Yeah. Well, at least they have that. 
And I think, uh, you know, we live in a time where that stuff is becoming more and more normal. Yeah. So as awkward as it feels, people probably aren't thinking, oh, God, this guy, what a prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, how diverse our audience is, but if there are some, you know, truck drivers, mm -hmm. you know, listening, I could absolutely relate to them about just the lack of, like, healthy options yes. that are available to you. And, you know, even whenever you are trying to eat healthy, it's, it's a lot more expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more time consuming. Um, so, yeah, that's I think that's a dilemma. You know, it's, it's definitely for a bigger conversation and yes. that I think America needs to focus on. But, but yeah, there's just so much sugar and things. It's unbelievable. Well, and if you live in a smaller community like we do, yeah. about 10,000 people, we don't have the access to like a Whole Foods where it's just across the street. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it really is. Well, and it's, I think... You know, and we're borderlining some stuff here, but it's like a lot of it's education. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people we get taught in school about the food pyramid, and you know, we think, oh, I, you know, I need to eat bread every day, I need to eat milk yes. every day to make me strong. And you know, there's that's just simply not true. The research yeah. is showing that now. Uh, so, yeah, no, we're really excited. Um, so, the whole 30 challenge, so the premise of it is we do this for 30 days to kind of cleanse our body of the impurities, if you will. And then after the 30 days, you slowly start adding stuff back. Mm. So you add it back, you add dairy back, you wait a couple <clears throat> days and you add gluten back. And you wanna see how your body reacts to that. And then, so then you can make an informed decision of, well, hey, maybe I do have some sort of intolerance to dairy or gluten or something yeah. else. Uh, so you're really getting to learn your body throughout the process. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, it's not, it's, it's definitely not scientific. Um, you know, they say that you should do something for three months in order to be more scientific, but um, I don't know. I feel like if I can make it for 30 days. <laughs> well, that's a feat. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, and that's what my mindset is. It's that I don't have to do this forever. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm creating this story in my mind that, so what if the doctor told me I had to do this for 30 days or I was going to die. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> that's the, the narrative in my head right now. And um, so, yeah, we'll do it for 30 days. And I'm sure I'll have a, you know, a lovely Joe's pizza at the end of it <laughs> or something to, to kind of get that sugar and yeah. uh, processed food back in there. But uh, no, I think it's good. You got to celebrate something like that. But I think I'm really curious about the tiger blood. You've mentioned... Uh, you know, after a week or so, something called tiger blood. Yeah. Yeah. So tiger blood, um, the origin is, and there's a book, the whole 30. And in the book, they reference it. And they, I actually did some research on it. They say it's a, it's a Charlie Sheen quote. Yeah. I remember him saying yeah, that. Yeah. He talks about the tiger blood. So, um, yeah, they say, you know, that because people by a certain day, they actually have a timeline and it says, you know, you should feel this way this day. Mm -hmm. And by I think day 15 or day 16, they say you get tiger blood. Wow. So your your body is 100% adjusted. You get all the junk out of your system. Uh, I don't know. The best I can explain it, I don't have tiger blood yet. <laughs> but they say it's, you know, increased focus. Um, you sleep better. You wake up easier. Uh, so, yeah, I'm super excited to get some tiger blood. Well, that's exciting. I mean, during ketosis, which happens when you're on the ketogenic diet, you kind of start to feel fresh. And yeah. you just feel good with a lot more energy. So I'm guessing it's something similar to that feeling. I would say so. Now, I was going to ask, did you have like keto test strips? I did, did yeah. yeah. So now the guys who are really into it actually will do blood testing for mm. that. But 
you can just go to the local you know pharmacy store and they have the urine strips just to kind of show show what level of ketones you have in your body yeah and Eric knows this, but just for the listeners, um, I actually tried keto um, before you did, mm-hmm. and I lasted two weeks on it, yeah. and I just couldn't. Um, I, it was a combination of I don't know, my mind was real foggy. I don't know, I probably wasn't in a good spot in my life to do mm-hmm. it at the time, and it just uh, yeah, I I had this um, this craving for an Oreo Blizzard. <laughs> I just couldn't shake. And yeah, eventually I succumbed to it. It really is nuts when just something regular like that, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need that right now. And then when you have it, you're like, oh, why did I do this? Yeah, and I loved eating burgers and uh, bacon mm-hmm. and steaks and eggs. I mean, that's my, that's my favorite food. But yeah, after two weeks of it, I was like, oh man, that's enough. <laughs> so kind of what, what result, I know it's been 10 days, but uh, have you seen any results so far? I have actually. Um, so I know that you're not supposed to step on the scale mm-hmm. with, um, with Whole30, but I cheated yesterday and I actually have lost nine pounds. Wow. Yeah, in nine days on the Whole30. Wow, so pretty much a pound a day so Yeah, far. yeah, and I, I, I'm kind of nervous about it. I, I didn't go into it wanting to lose weight. Um, you know, I, I exercise pretty regularly, mm-hmm. you know, I like to say, and I was real worried about, you know, energy levels, um, strength levels and stuff, but so far, so good. Yeah, I actually feel really good with it. That's awesome. And at the beginning, you mentioned a water challenge as well. So that's just drinking a gallon of water a day? Yeah. So, um, you know, you... I. You hear conflicting things about how much water you should actually mm-hmm. drink. You know, some people say eight ounces. Um, I've heard you should drink half your body weight in ounces. Wow, it's a good rule of thumb. But um, for me, I just picked a gallon, and I have a um, I have a jug I carry around yes. with me. You know, I sometimes it's best to go old school, and I fill the jug up every day. And at the end of the day, the the water has to be drunk. And I heard you talking to someone today. When you finish that water, you do have a celebratory I do. drink of some kind? I do, yeah. So we have um, the seltzer waters mm. right now. Big fan of seltzer water. That we can drink. So um, I don't get my seltzer water, though, until I drink the gallon of water. Yeah, so it's the reward. It's the reward system for me, yep. And, you know, sometimes we may put it in, a, like, a frosty cold beer mug. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we may put it in a wine glass, but, yeah. Got to get that. You got to have a reward in there. I'm a firm yeah. believer in that. And I don't think most people would realize how challenging it is to drink a gallon of water a day. It it is, yeah. Well, especially when you're first starting out. Mm-hmm. It um, you know, you you obviously you have to go to the bathroom more. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a side and effect. that can be yeah, a pain. It can be inconvenient. <laughs> yes. Um, and then in the middle of the night, you know, when you wake up. But I do feel like it's um, I, f- I feel like it helps. Yes. And so yeah, I don't know that. I don't know which is kind of Whole30, which is kind of water mm-hmm. challenge. I, I think for me, I kind of need one with the other, yeah. but yeah. So if you had to recommend one meal so far that you've had Whole30-wise, what, what would you tell someone? Oh man, um, my wife made these really good, um, they were like meatloaf muffins with hmm. onions and good spicing in it, but they were, um, yeah, they were in like a muffin tray, so they were individual. Huh. And then, in, like, they looked almost like cupcakes. And then, on instead of icing, she put on um, it's like a pureed kind of sweet potato as an that icing. Sounds really good. Yeah, and so yeah, we had that. That was that was really good. 
Um, we made some really good uh, air fried sweet potato fries. That was that was good as well. Um, I mean, the, the good thing is you can just have a steak. You know, yeah. I had a ribeye and sweet potato fries the other day. Um, ate a really lonely uh, burger with just no bun yeah. or cheese on just it. Just a burger. Just a burger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice. At least you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can get. You know, you talked about us being in a small town and mm-hmm. kind of limited on some of the, the the fancy stuff, but. You know, if you you can go pretty out there with recipes and stuff. Um, we're actually going to hit up uh, Trader Joe's this weekend. Oh, that's always a good spot. Yeah, we're going to be in Indianapolis, so we're going to try to get some kind of out there condiments and stuff that yeah. are compliant. Well, and I think as we kind of alluded to earlier, the biggest you know misconception is that it's not that the food isn't available or good. It's that it takes more preparation to prepare. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's going to be kind of the lasting uh, thing for our family from this is just like, you know, it's worth it. It takes time, but, you know, we you just have to put it in your schedule. And then it just, it tastes so much better when you're cooking real food and you cut out a lot of the processed stuff. Yeah. And before we finish up, uh, I know we're both big podcast fans and like Tim Ferriss, he always asks this one question. So I'm sure you know what I'm going to ask, but... Still curious about it, especially kind of with the, the working out and the whole 30. What, what's your morning routine look like? Uh, so the morning routine, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I stumble to the espresso machine and I press yep. the button. Um, typically then I uh, use the restroom while waiting for the espresso. Um, I go to the, to the couch. Uh, nobody's awake. You know, I'm yep. alone. Kind of quiet and, time for yourself. Yep. I, I actually have a, a daily stoic, a copy of the daily oh, yeah. stoic. Yep. So based on the day it is, I'll read, um, you know, the passage and it kind of reflect on that a little bit. Um, I'll get out my, I have a, it's called a full focus planner. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're big digital people. We have Google calendar and we have everything, yeah. but I still like to write down what I got going on for the day and what I want to do. And it has some goals in there. It has yearly goals and quarterly goals. So I'll, I'll briefly thumb through them. Um, by that point, I'm pretty much jonesing to check my mm-hmm. smartphone. So I'll see, you know, do I have any text? Do I have any emails that I need to answer? Yeah. Any news? Any news that I need to go on? Um, so we'll do that until I have that kind of quiet time till 5:30, and then um, I go work out. I have a neighborhood oh. gym that I'm, I'm lucky to be a part of, and um, so we'll work out typically an hour. And then from there, head straight to work. And we have showers here at the office, yeah. which is awesome. So I'll shower, get changed, and then we'll start our day here. Yeah, so you accomplished quite a bit before the day's even started. So. Yeah, it's it's got that way, yeah. Yeah, it didn't wasn't always like that, <laughs> trust me. But it seems like the older you get and the more, um, you know, life changes. With one kid, I had to adapt my schedule. Two kids, I had to yeah. adapt my schedule. So it's kind of if I want to get if I want to get everything done in a day, it's what I have to do. Yeah. Any particular evening routine? You know, um, I've I've been really mindful of um, kind of when I get home, I try to take my phone and put it in the bedroom because I I'm like most people, I'm addicted to yeah, it. So, I mean, it's hard. And I so I want to be mindful of the kids, and I try to give the kids undivided attention. I help with supper, mm-hmm. whatever I need to do. Um, we'll eat, we'll do bath time, we'll do, I'm big on reading, we, yes. always, we read a lot with the kids, and then kids go to bed, I try to get some reading in every night as well, um, you know, Paige and I, if that's the only time we've seen each other, we talk about our day, and then yeah, try to, try to definitely go to sleep by, 
if I'm still awake at like 9, 30, 10, like it's going to be a bad day. Yeah, I start anticipating to yeah. sleep. Yeah. Cool. Well, David, I appreciate your time. Thanks yeah, for coming absolutely. on. Are you shipping me uh, for today's podcast? And we'll see you guys soon. Great. Thanks. Thanks.